funding. Yeah, I, I, I think that I, I wish we would have hit record like 10 seconds earlier. Yeah. I say, I say, oh, let's go. And Desmond says, oh, did you just, did you just get to the Anders legal, making it three to one Islanders? I said, oh, I think I might be ahead. And then Ooh. two seconds later, you go, oh, let's go. The goat. One. The goat yeah. himself. Yeah. Yeah. My, my Wallstrom jersey's dead, dead in the water. Dead zone. Folks, uh, episode 71 through the island. We got a, we got a quick shift for you. We are recording during the third period of the Islanders Coyotes game. Uh, and, and so we'll see, you know, judging by how third periods have gone right now, the Islanders are up four one. Uh, oh. I do about half an hour or so of recording here. There's 14 minutes, 24 seconds. So we'll see. Mike is also ahead <laughs> a little bit. So it could, it... it could either be uh, a pretty, a, a pretty nice, relaxing, uh, exciting episode, or it could be disaster. Um, well, yeah, I mean, but but we are back. This is the first episode with Mike in a minute. He 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 no showed the last pod. Uh, he was yeah, out yeah. with family uh, to see. Fa- he got suspended. Had to see the family. Where do you I go? What do you do? I was, I was late to a team meeting, and, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and I got I got sat for an episode. Um, yeah, I mean, I was uh, basically I just had. Uh, a bunch of family coming in and out constantly and uh specifically um christmas eve christmas day was a bit busy um but like everything surrounding it was just you know my sister was in town um it was just a lot of a lot of stuff going on um but you know <laughs> had be on we had be on well, I, and, I, and i and and i heard the the episode was electric we got a compliment uh, via DM from a nice uh, a nice friend of the pod. Um, Same, we got yeah. we got a deep bench. We we got a lot of people that we can do. step in, and we I mean, do. you know, I, it makes certain people uh, kind of it makes you wonder, you know, how much <laughs> how much cap space should this pod be spending on people that you know um, can kind of come and go as they please on the pod, kind of come and go in their fandom, seemingly as some of the questions that one of the questions we got. Hit, oh really? Set. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. seen any of the questions, so this should be pretty good. I will say, I, I <laughs> no, maybe I'll save it for the question. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I say this. It was, you know, uh, it's nice. It's nice to be back, and I say this with fully knowing that things are about to ramp up a bit for the band. Uh, but I think it'll be fine, especially because it's ramping up in like two-ish months, maybe. Uh, and and even then, it's spots where it'll be it, it's going to be fine. Um, yeah, the way so, it's lining up, it's also if there's an episode where both Crypto Dira and Career Day is doing stuff, I think I think we might just outsource the pod. We might just chat. We can maybe chat GPT. The uh, that's that's the, not the, the worst. <laughs> yeah. I I I most recently because it's uh, around December. I always try and watch some like. I always try and watch Christmas movies around December. I always try and find whatever the newest bullshit Christmas horror uh, is being shoved down my throat. And um, there's some bullshit I watched called "It's a Wonderful Knife." Pretty no, recently, I'm 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 calling this this new trend in horror bubblegum slashers, where they're they're horror movies that are just way too nice and they are just a little too feel good. Um, 
and uh, I, uh, a YouTube channel that I that I like just just talked about it, and they accused the uh, the movie, the specific movie that I I had a gripe with, of being written by AI. So you know, a lot of stuff's happening. Who's to say that the pod won't use that as kind of an uh, an out for us? Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh. All right. I what I do imagine at some point is that uh we do an episode where we're both on tour in different spots, which would be pretty funny. Um That would be great. That would. That that will be great. That I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Uh and, down the road. and while and, and holidays are over, but but I'm I'm just positing into the air. I think next year or rather this year, next holiday season, maybe maybe the maybe we have a, a little through the island a cage live throwing pod? it into the unit live pod show combination what we should do is um matinee gig up... matinee gig maybe, maybe we should we should link up with with rat martin's pod um and do something and then maybe do some kind of music aspect to it as well um do the show before but... there's no way i can't go I, there's no way for me to to do this podcast and then try to gin up the sincerity and like seriousness and like prep that I the he, the amount of headspace that I hold when it comes to performing. What 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 do you how how much do you need? What's your like before a set? How how long do you need? Uh, so I mean it it depends. With tour, you're kind of always like you're. I mean, what's you don't your need ideal? as much time because there's there's instances on tour where you're just thrown into it because of different circumstances drive it yeah yeah you have fucking car problem or something yeah yeah exactly but in an ideal world where you get to uh, get to a show at load in and everything runs smoothly and you're there hours and hours before your set how long do you need to get into character character meaning you know you know what i mean yeah i i warm up so it it depends obviously like with also with singing it depends on like how i'm physically feeling and it's if it's not a tour like you know, it, not on tour, just like a one-off show, or, or I guess in general, what a period. I I like to, I like to feel. I do like a, a ha- It's kind of like hockey. I'll do like a, a little warm up earlier in the day, uh-huh. and then about an hour before the set, I'll do like a, uh, a little go through. Like I, I like to be done warming up with at least half an hour, half an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I like before have you to, hit the stage, yeah. Before I hit the stage, like I, I don't want to be doing warm up and then getting onto the stage. I don't sure. want to have too much time either, where it's like yeah, lose some of the kind of just the heat. Uh, yeah. k- kind of like goalie, you want to be a little loose. Did you did you see that? Did you just see that save sequence by Sorokin? I I man, he is. He he's is good. he's unreal. I, and and we got we got uh, we got a truthered. Shout out to Mike Kelly uh for for the well thought out thread and and analysis of Sorokin in that yeah, not not the best year but he's it, to say he's bad it, it would be a little bit of a misnomer or insufficient sure. to say he's bad it, when you know you have to contextualize every all the all the uh the the high danger chances he's facing and just the, the nature of his game. So a lot of vindication for us. Shout out to every idiot that still essentially saw that thread and went, Yeah, but you know, still. And it's like 
I I think that um I I've I've always I say this on the pod a lot, but I think that goaltending uh go, that goal scoring comes in streaks, and goal scorers score in like you know they're on a six game goal streak, and then they go cold, and then another you know I think that happens a lot for twenty plus goal guys. Yeah. Um, and with with goaltending guys get hot, and if your floor is um. If your floor is like pretty great, uh, like Sorokin's is, not like not gotten hot yet, and and there's, I think it's almost like a a good sign where it's like, you know, maybe this guy gets hot at the right point, and it's kind of battling through, you know, playing playing good, battling through, you know, there's some there's some some games where you're off a bit, um. His, and, his his save know, percentage has has been about like nine fifteen ish throughout the season, which is still like above average for this year. And like in in a general year, this year goaltending period is down major across the board. But like yeah, in general, like, other than Connor Halbuck, I think yeah, yeah. In general, he's like he, the, the only exception. He he, you know, Sorokin's been around like nine fifteen ish, which is like most years. Like that's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's a good goal. That's okay. Cool. We, 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 our guys, our guys, going to be good for us. And that's like, that's this, that's this. Man. Is there something wrong with this guy? And that's what what he's operating at, type of. Yeah, I, I also, yeah, a hundred percent agreed. And like I said, I, I, I do believe in the uh, streakiness of hockey and how it just like comes well, in waves sometimes. And um, it, it, be... this will lead us into. Cause sorry, if you finish. Yeah. Your no, no, no. I, I want to lead into the question, so go ahead. It, it will. I mean, and, and some of the questions that I guess it, it, the this leads into with, with goaltending, it's also, and, you know, it's goaltending. Um, Ilya Sorokin, because of his skill level, he does not have to be a systems goalie. However, every goalie needs a system of some kind to mm-hmm. operate behind. So like, and, and the Islanders, as banged up as they are, and even before they were banged up, it's clear that, that, there wasn't uh there wasn't a a full there are issues yeah there there's clearly a a system issue beforehand but uh you Let know the know fact you, uh, yeah it's there's about to be a uh... so the the no 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 look at your tv i'm looking i'm looking oh 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 yes 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 oh bo <laughs> there we go bobo knows snipes there we go let's do this game for him uh the goal t- so so uh, the Goaltending, Connor Ingram. Well, you're in Arizona. That's nice. Good for you. Um, the goaltending is is always going to be tied to defense, and a lot of our questions were about different uh, different defenders going in chronological order. First mm-hmm. question: okay. Brooklyn Vinny, of course. Why does Scott Mayfield go behind the net on a penalty kill? <laughs> Have we ruled out CTE? weirdly that's the one thing that he, that's the one injury he seemingly has not been afflicted by P- possibly because for as big of a defenseman as he is he doesn't get into as many skirmishes as you'd think because he frequently is going to the wrong place for no reason um i i i need to um i need to pay closer attention to I need to pay closer attention to the penalty kill in general. I think that I'm I'm at this point with it this season where I kind of almost disassociate and I'm like looking at the clock more than I am what they're doing. That makes sense. Where you're 
it's always it's always rough when you are not looking at what's going on and you're just looking at the clock hoping that it hits zero the way in some kind of aspect. it's become it's become the penalty equivalent of of uh of what the power play was last year where yeah. it's all right two minutes will go away but in this case it's oh all right a goal is going to appear for the other team right. like that th- that's that's how it feels just because it's it's been that bad mayfield is one of their main it's supposed to be his main thing and and you know i would like to think that he's much more much healthier than i i i don't think he's definitely healed up some um yeah absolutely so there's no way you can keep calling it penalty related he could just be having a bad year and here's the thing this is where the the role player aspect of like Lou signs his guys and yeah they don't cost that much and 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 whatnot um there's no like and this is where the coaching side of things or it feels like scott mayfield under trots that was a you know you know what you're getting with him yeah. and and you'd still have these brain farts but they wouldn't be as frequent and and it just feels like to me I mean, in general, that's been one of my issues with with Mayfield. It's 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 it is the brain farts. It's these. Uh, it's not just this year. It's in the past. He'll make the decision where he'll he'll ch- he'll chase to the corner unnecessarily, rather than uh-huh. just stay right in front of the net. That, that's why the whole he's not our Gudis, you know, because Gudis knows himself. Gudis is plays a much more like it feels like Scott Mayfield his confrontations are less big hit and more just being a little ratty fuck and that is good and there is value in that but my yeah. problem is is the brain farts and i don't know it's the and what here the thing that the, the thing that i will say is redeeming and the reason why i i don't think he's a lost cause and i i i want to finish this question with you you kind of answering on what you think should happen because for me it's that in the playoffs last year even despite him being persecuted uh despite cancel culture coming for his cross checks he still was like good in that in that playoffs round i thought i thought yeah for the most part he was good and i don't know what i don't know what it is that you do (laughs) beyond and like the, the problem is it, it is that if he is your worst defenseman, that means you need to find a defenseman to lock in that is better than a guy that you have locked in for six more years. Yeah, L- listen, that they're uh, they're not going to replace him with six years left on the contract. They're going to at, at the very least um, see how next year goes. There's just no way that they they go year one of a seven year deal. That's it. Especially because he's not a goaltender. That's the one where it's like you look at Jack Campbell in Edmonton, yeah. and that's one instance of like you have to figure that out immediately because he's supposed to be your starting goaltender. Scott Mayfield signed that deal and, and, and with the organization knowing he is a uh, third pair defenseman, sometimes yeah. second, but really third. Yeah. Um, so it's like, there is so much more, let's just wait this out, given the money, 
and the money my, as it is right now the money's not it really it, it's it, it kind of like the angball thing the more perplexing although it matters more with with mayfield because with yeah defensemen as defensemen to... matter a lot more just pe like winger I, the I winger agree. the winger is a very like you know that to me by definition I wouldn't call Engvall an issue, though. Of course, so he's not. He's not an issue. He's definitely Mayfield's been more of an issue. Period. <laughs> not. Not even getting into you have less. There's there's higher demands of your of a third pair defenseman than there are of a really a, a middle six, really third line wing. Even though he plays as the um on the Islanders second line. Uh, oh, 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 damn it! Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. They were looking for that Hattie. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's what I think happens. I think that this gets revisited next year. And also, you know, uh, still a lot of time left in this season. It's one of those things where, too, Scott Mayfield, um, let's say, has a really good playoff. People are going to forget about how he started the year out bad. Like, he is the type of defenseman that thrives in the playoffs because he is mean. Um, and he can get away with more. So... I think I think this you you cycle him in and out as needed as injuries pop up if he's really bad, but I do think that he is uh you know, I I I think this gets this gets reevaluated in multiple spots. So, yeah. you know, as for, to answer the last part of the question, have I haven't ruled out CTA, I'm not a doctor. Yes. <laughs> and 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 something that we'll we'll get on probably on a longer episode uh is that thinking about Mayfield, another thing, and this is just what's confusing about signing him the way you did, is that, okay, what type of... It makes it... Th there's a lot of mixed messaging between roster construction and play style because it's it feels like, to me, seeing how different Lane and, and Trotz's styles of coaching are, you, you don't... You wouldn't... It, okay, it seems like Engvall is a guy that that you can you can rationalize in a in a Lambert system, and and Mayfield's a guy you rationalize in a Trot yeah. system. So to commit sure. to both feels a bit confusing to me because the thing the thing about Mayfield is I think that a system that doesn't have as many gaps that 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 ha like that that skating has to accommodate. Mm. May, maybe you that, but to me he doesn't really get beat. Um, from from a flat footed sense, he he gets beat in a thinking sense. You know, yeah. he gets outthought rather than than outpaced more often than not. But um, sticking with with defense, uh, I'm, I'm I'm jumping around just because we've gotten some more questions and they and they they're uh, they're pretty. I think there's a way to to um, there's Close an order them. there's the there's an order sense. yeah. The next one so sticking with defense, uh, AJ. Uh, DeVito hockey skates, skates at the stakes, baby. Uh, thoughts on Bull Duke's game. The last few weeks, seems like he's finally piecing some things together. Um, I'll let you start. Cause I think you've seen more of tonight's game than I have. Uh, although when I started watching, he made the, that great stick lift on the, on the back check. R repeat the question really quick. Uh, you thoughts, broke up for a second. Thoughts on Bull Duke's game. The last few weeks, seems like he's finally piecing some things together. Yeah, I mean, uh, he has looked better tonight. Um, it, you know what? Here, here's here's how I'll sum it up. Um, he is 
not noticeable and that's a good thing. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's uh the type of defenseman that he is. Um Oh my oh D- Dumba, I can't I can't come for my people. It's uh, <laughs> my two people here. My 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 two my two representatives in this game, Matt Dumba and Anders Lee. I can't I can't pick a side <laughs> here, you know. Um uh, uh so so Bullduck being you not uh oh thought something went for a second. Um yeah you not noticing him is a good thing, and that is an indication that he's playing better. That's it, that. Yeah. I, I think that's the easiest and best way to answer it. It's ironic. So it's 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 kind. Of, it was it's it's funny. This question's funny because before the wheels entirely fell off against Pittsburgh, I I I I, uh, I said to I said to someone, you know, I think Bolduc had a really solid first period because it was a lot of nothing, nothing happening. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah sure and 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 like then everything fell apart but that was everything fell apart for everybody so it's like I, I, and and you know, um so with with Bolduc, i mean i definitely think and and the bertuzzo injury definitely oh, yeah. kind of you know, uh, saves saves a difficult thing because i would for a while i was kind of of the mind where it's like um what you know the islanders when Pulak and and Pelic uh, come back in, two people have to go, and it's like, okay, Bertuzzo's got to go because he just is, is is bleak. He is, you know, he's maybe. Oh, damn, he's uh, yeah, stop. yeah. He uh, Bertuzzo is bleak back there. I trust that he's a good guy to have in the room, but the sure. fact the fact is the Islanders. He's slow. I, he's, he's too he's, slow. He's, it's he's, too yeah. Yeah, he's, it's, he's he's being constantly being put in tough positions, and yeah, he's. Uh, I think uh, if you can, if you can, if you can, you know, scratch the guy. It, if if that guy can essentially be like a, a, a weirdly, if he can be a black ace for a playoff run just by having him around because he's he's been in, on a winning cup team and played like, you know, those like chippy stay at home minutes. For a yeah. cup winning team, I think there'd be a lot of value for him literally to be around. Yeah, just legitimately just giving guys advice and 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 like taking um taking the pressure off guys in certain in a certain sense where just having these conversations with it it you know what it matters. It's one of those things where like I've been playing hockey my whole life. When you play on tournament teams or even when you're just playing pickup. And you're playing with someone who's like accomplished in any kind of sense. There is just something. There's this weird. There's this thing. It's it's yeah. almost indescribable. Um, it matters. They got him for virtually nothing, uh, and it sucks to see anyone injured. But it seems like it's going to work out for the yeah. Islanders. I think he's on LTIR. I think so for a while it was like okay so you figure Bortuzzo but then who was the other guy and it, you know it's like okay it's Aho or Bolduc and like for me uh I, for me I get I, I'm not sure where I where I lean on that just because I think Aho being able to play both sides is valuable. He's so easy to knock off the puck. Like cuz it feels like with with Bolduc it does feel like I don't, it, 
it feels like it's a it, it, I can't tell if it's if it's a skill gap or a confidence and and you know it's tough to play in the NHL and it's it's tough to play in the NHL as defenseman his ceiling as it is isn't that high it's basically a third pair defenseman um but like to to go to go to a team that you know automatically has expectations uh it's not the easiest you know, place to break in as a defenseman. So it's one of those things where I, if if it's bold, I, I like, I like how he's played. We we've all, I mean, we all were rooting for him just because it is, he does, you know, see a younger guy. You, you, you tend to think that means there's more of a ceiling and more potential. Um, but sure. I'm definitely happy. I'm definitely, if he can, if he can really <laughs> string together, like I would say right now is a key period for him as an Islander, the way, and he's doing better in his, like, I think him and him and Wallstrom very much. Uh, I, I think rap Martin, I'm not sure if it was in a group chat or, or a tweet was kind of just saying like, felt like this is the next couple of weeks, kind of a audition for those, for both Wallstrom and Bolduk in terms of being able to, uh, either either get waived or or raise their trade stock you know what i mean and for for wallstrom just compl- another completely anonymous game and in that blowout of all games was not not the best for him whereas bolduk you know like i said bolduk had had a really strong like potentially goal saving breakup in this if he can if he can keep that together then i i i would say and the isles win baby 5-1 yep if he can keep if he can keep like that, then I would lean towards keeping him over over Aho. Um, just because youth, you know, higher skill set doesn't fall down all of the time. Um next question, which is a, a somewhat D related. Top line winger, uh uh Ma- Matthew D. Bernardo, uh top line winger or Hannafin at the deadline. Uh, uh, Hannafin with an extension. Who's the winger? Uh, first lines, first lines humming. Here's the, um, here's, here's the formula. It's Mm -hmm. sign Zach Parise to a depth role. Uh, sign Zach Parise for the rest of the year. He takes on a depth role, um, and trade for Noah Hannafin, um, and extend him. And, and the defense is strong. And you have a really solid first line. Um, I mean, yeah, that's 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 that that's where I stand. Uh, the second line, I I I like the second line as you know that Engvall, Nelson, Palmieri, like mm-hmm. it feels like they gel well together. Um, and and Holmstrom and Pajot have something going on. Fourth line's the fourth line, whether or not you. Uh, uh, insert um fashing for martin whatever you want to do they have the spare I, parts for the lines yeah and 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 zach, man man zach zach fits before you we plug, get you, but there, you there's a zach there's plenty of zach right, there's plenty of, there's a zach opportunity but, in a sec so all right i would say that uh so i would prefer hannafin extended i think that that would just like make this team you look at that decor, everybody healthy, and you go, "Oh shit, this is this is a team." 
but within that, I just have a hard time wondering if it's going to work out that the Islanders one period, everyone healthy would have the assets to pull that off. Uh, and, um, the thing about the wingers top line, it's like, I, I don't know that specifically it has to be when you say top line, you're saying this is the guy that plays on the first line. I know literally that's what that means, but for me, and this is kind of a build off of, of, of something from last episode. Um, cause I think I suppose this exact question to Beal, uh, or maybe it was like resolutions. It was big, big change, small change. And for me, I I went with forward over defenseman just because I felt like I feel like uh, it's hard for me to picture an Islander um, an Islander trade for Hannafin that doesn't involve Romanov because Calgary doesn't want to fully rebuild. They want guys that can go now, and I yeah. don't know that. I think. The way, you know, who knows how long... You know, they're saying Pellick's getting closer, but who knows? Who knows how long that's going to take? Who knows once he gets back, how, if he's, how close to 100 he is, if at all? How soon is he off? It's, it's hard to make that trade as the Islanders when one of the pieces it needs, in trading it out, the team would not, I think... Obviously, Hannafin's better than than Romanov, but I think it, it doesn't fix the totality of the issues that you're yeah. having defensively. Um, I don't think this trade has like I I I do feel that the Islanders need to get another scoring winger. Uh, I've mentioned Gensel. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who else might be out there because Paul Mary is not. Um, Palmieri has one year left after this year, and you know he's 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 been he's had a bit of a cold streak, like we've said, like uh, like you said earlier. Goaltenders tend to have you know lulls. He's in a lull. He still is on pace for twenty some like twenty two goals or something like that. Twenty three yeah, goals. What, that's what happens to these guys, man. And that's good. That's good. That is good. You need that. And he, and he's 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 great in the playoffs. That said, sure. it's it's. It's one of those things where I think I don't think you'll get against. So I'm curious if there's a Western Conference. I mean, Duclair. Like to me, I love I love Anthony Duclair. I think that's sure. a guy that you get that you could play on the first or second line, um, and and that that you know and whoever whichever winger has to get bumped down, uh, for that only the team only gets better by virtue of of that. Yeah. Um, so I'd, le- I'd prefer Hannafin. I would, I, I much more expect and, and testament to Hannafin. I mean, to, to Romanov, Romanov's been fucking awesome, man. He has been awesome. He has, it, it's the way he's played in the past couple of weeks to me has felt like, you know what? This guy feels like that stay at home for Really solid, and and specifically in the Avalanche game, noticeably good against Nathan McKinnon, who is uh, the second best player in the world, and, and at times, you know, and 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 so physical too. Like that's the other thing where it's like, I I believe that you, I, I see Connor McDavid get frustrated on occasion by guys who are more physical, and he kind of just has to, you know, suck it up. Nathan yeah. McKinnon is like he 
when he gets shut down, he he is physical inherently. So shutting him down means that you have someone running into you, making it that much more difficult to kind of contain a player like that. And and Romanov made it look easy. And I know that he wound up scoring that. You know, he scores the overtime winner on a power play. Okay, yeah, so an overtime of four on three. Yeah, four on three. You know, yeah, exactly. But, but and and but it's still like there were two or three instances in that game where I was noticeably like. Jesus, man, he is playing, you know, and we'll get to the question about the avalanche, I'm sure. But it's like one of those things where I watch a lot of Nathan McKinnon. He doesn't really get shut down or frustrated like that very often. Um, And, and, and yeah, I think uh, he was that the game where he had a big block. Uh, Romanov had a huge block in the slot, too. Like yeah. humongous, like. Yeah, it's oh, and the thing I was thinking was just like the fact of you know uh, McKinnon, a guy who usually bulldozes people. You know, the answer is he's, is he's is being... literally he's given he's given uh, was it Skinner? He gave a concussion. Yeah, on, and the two instances this year where literally guys try to hit him and he has hurt them. It is insane. Romanov Romanov kind of has that like. When the, when Yager's first year on the Rangers, he just was a fucking beast, and and he was a be- I mean, he was a beast against everybody, and he ate it, he ate up the Islanders. And then the next year was the first year with the when the Islanders had Brendan Witt, and I think I think Romanov definitely I think is more more skilled than than mm-hmm. Witt is. But the first I remember like as soon as you saw Islander Ranger games next year, Witt on Yager. Went on on uh, Malkin, like those were like you saw quickly the difference of like oh when the when you have a defenseman that w- is not going to be d- like intimidated by the other team's yeah. machine forward, like yeah. that's it's electric, it's electric, it's awesome, it really and is. and and to me it's it's that with Hannafin, but with with Romanov, if you have that, okay. You don't necessarily need – that's a guy that, that you need to have time for, and your team benefits from having in a big role. And everybody healthy said last episode, Kulak needs to put up points. He has the skills. And, again, this is – make the system that makes the things work and 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 encourage your players to to be their, their best selves within that. And I think Kulak – and you see glimpses of it with, with the offense – that that it's still there you have to you're paying him you're already paying him if yeah. dobson dobson can be your 50 something you know maybe more even point getter say 50 for now see where it goes pulak to me easily should be a 40 point guy he easily should be a 10 goal 30 assist guy the skills are there the skills are absolutely there let's 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 have a larger pull-up conversation next episode and see yeah yeah what's going on or when he gets um, back yeah but but yeah. The, to, but to me because within the hannafin question it's if you were to get him okay are you going with a two defenseman number one power play because if not then nah. then you're that then you're going to be if not then you're going to be spending at you know that him and dobson are probably going to have similar contracts you're going to be spending one uh, one of your seven million dollar defensemen is going to be on the second power play unit. That's Devin Taves on the Avs. Does that work? Does he get what, like what are his points like? I mean, 
he's no matter what he's still playing with those guys he's not putting up the points that i i I, here's here's something i'm curious of him versus uh uh uh, no dobson right now um but it is a thing where yes this year six goals 16 assists 22 points in 38 games it's you know uh, uh, a point every two games, but it is a thing where it's like, yeah, they pay him seven by seven, um, or at least that kicks in next year to be a second, to be a second power play guy, and that's just a testament to how many good pieces they have everywhere. And that's yeah. not a bad. That wouldn't be a bad thing for the Islanders, where it's like, well, and because injuries happen. Yeah, I mean, injuries happen. It, it, it went, and and when Kale McCarr goes down, Devin Taves is on the first power play, and and and. And he's effective. Yeah. And- well, yeah. To that end, to that end, though, that's all the more reason why, to me, you're 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 already paying Ryan Pulak good money, good money. Offense has to be part of it. That's that's the last bit that that I'll say. Like, yeah, said, right. we'll do a deeper well, talk on it. Yeah, yeah. As he gets back. And- um. Okay. Since since we were on the topic, uh, I need Mike's response to the allegations, and then I specified, you know, because I, I had a feeling I said the disloyal to the Islanders allegations and, uh, and, and, Oh, uh, this was, I got Islanders. Uh, and, and the response was they're very pressing. His negligence to them is making it worse. It's all you buddy. You didn't, you never said you, you, you very aggressively chose to not say who you were rooting for in the game against the avalanche the other night. I was just, I was, I was just watching it. I was, I was watching and I was reacting. You know, it's the um, it's the, it's the Idris Elba and the Wire, uh, the photo. Laughing, not smirking. Not everything needs a reaction. Oh, that's okay. The, uh, that's how I feel. Uh, as I'm watching the Avalanche, the Avalanche. Not everything needs a reaction. You know, sometimes you can just watch a game. And no. You can go. No. Oh. Uh... Uh, you can go. Uh, this is a. And you know, you know, it's so funny. Uh, since we've done the pod, I really, truly feel like I always say, well, who are you rooting for? I always say, I'm rooting for a good game. I feel like 80% of the time, it's a great game. It re- honestly, true. Th- think about it in, in both, uh, uh, like, last season's game that I went to where the Avs went up 2-3-0 and the Islanders came back and won that, like, 5-3. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a great game. This yes. last game, that went to overtime. Great game. There was a dueling shutout last uh, year. Yeah, like I, I truly feel like it's been nothing but great games, which hasn't always been the case. Yeah. Um, yeah. between the Avalanche and the Islanders. Uh, a- as a matter of fact, I believe they've traded blowouts a couple seasons in a row. Where it's yeah, like, yeah. Literally, it'll be one team blows out the other, and then the next time they meet the other. Blows out the I don't know that the Islanders have blown them out since the since the first Trots year because I remember specifically yeah. the Islanders were were away around this time in in that first Trots year and it was like a it was a they shut them down like three nothing or four nothing and I I just remember there being a, like a thirty two thoughts or something people talking about how. Well, people around the league want to try to find out what the Islanders did to shut down uh, the Avalanche because it was before that, like people realized like oh, it's Barry Trotz. That's what's that's yeah. what happened here. It, it's sure. not. It wasn't. 
something special. It's that Trotz found a way to make every game this exact game. He found yeah, a way. Yeah, to, yeah. No matter who you're playing, it's this exact thing, skill yeah. level. Um, but I root for the Islanders only, just to be right. clear. So um, I'm not going to give you a mealy mouth bullshit answer. I always root for the Islanders. You know what's fascinating? You got your cup. You got a recent. You've gotten two cups in your life. You've gotten three. Were you a fan of '96? I was four years old in '96. So no, uh, no. Uh, uh, yes, I was four. Um, so, and then in 2001, this is right when you start to, you know, this is right around the Peter Forsberg is my favorite player. He's in. He's on the video games. He's. I watched. So as a video- child, you got a cup. As an Avs Cup, and as an adult, you got an Avs Cup. Yeah, you wanna, still, yeah. and you you watch this Islander team miss the playoffs by a point, oh, at, at least once. Fault. At least once. You, <laughs> it wasn't you've seen them. Fault. You have seen. So you know how much every point matters. You have seen them lose home ice advantage over a point. Um, right. So, but you cannot within yourself, Islanders versus Avalanche. You can't just go. Yeah, you know what? Really, could use an Islanders Cup. It's not. It's not in your mind. I. I, I do have. I do have. This not in your mind. I. I do have this thought where, especially if this Islanders core wins a cup, I do have this like thought where I go, I could actually beat hockey if I if I can see that, and I can literally everything is everything is extra. Everything's gravy if that happens, and I go, this is great. I got to see everything I've ever wanted to see when it comes to hockey Uh, from a, you know, maybe not everything I've ever wanted to see. I'm sure there's, I want to see, I want to see Ovechkin break the goal record, you know, but you know what I mean? Stuff where if the Islanders can win a cup with this core, because I've seen, especially because I've seen the Avs win with, with the McKinnon core, I can go like, this is like, nothing will ever, nothing anyone says to me about hockey will ever bother me again. Because (laughs) obviously being, being, from New York, the the honestly, the uh, people who talk ill of the Islanders make me so, so much more mad than people who talk ill of the Avs. Mostly because I I don't hear it often, and because they are so good and likable, it just doesn't often happen online outside of like Dallas, Minnesota, whatever. But it's it, it, I'm not seeking that out. Well, but with with yeah. being it's it's it makes me so so again. It's like if the Islanders can win a cup with this core, I I will have beaten hockey no one will be able to get under my skin they're calling a mealy mouth mike because he can't right. decide he can't decide uh on on, on what it is uh ooh, the, the next yeah. qu- okay the next question Ooh, the next the next question uh says uh, is related to odds which would probably be a good time to to talk about DraftKings. important reminder to bet the action on the ice with DraftKings sportsbook as I record this tonight, Isles versus Golden Knights. If you want to lead into the Vegasness of it all, what better time than with DraftKings Sportsbook? Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. 
In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2023. All rights reserved. All right, James uh, uh, asks, what do, what do you think the odds are realistically that Zach Parise laces them back up? Uh, he's been, um, we're in January now. What is the cutoff? Are you? Do you know? Is is it the trade deadline? It's it's the trade deadline. Okay, okay. trade deadline. Um, and not to bring it back to the abs, but I specifically know that because I believe one of Peter Forsberg's last shots at it was right before the trade deadline. He got Um, shot when he went to Nashville, right? He like shined like right before. No, no. This he got traded to Nashville. This was one of the last abstents. This is one of the last. Episodes. Oh, that's he got, right. He did come back yeah. like late, like with like he, like Duchesne was on the team, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He it was weird. It was so weird. Uh, he got to play in like one playoff series with the weird striped. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I remember I the, the weird jerseys. piping. The I weird fucking, piping. Yeah. That was an issue for every team. Yeah, the, but, the, um, that's where the Islanders had the orange, like God. the the pipes. The everything was piping. It seemed like Adidas or whoever the fuck had it had like a. A, a demand to, yeah. so we want as many like pipe pipes and stripes it's horrible really and as really. many pa- blocks blocks of just like color blocks on the jersey yeah. really terrible um, like true it's like one of those things where it, it made me more it made me so upset to see him wear that jersey yeah um yeah. especially going from seeing the 90s clean ones but so uh i think it's the trade deadline and my my odds are like I think my odds are they go down 10% every month. So it's like 50-50, yeah. 40-60, 30-70, and then it's nothing. Um, well, I so, – oh, yeah. 50 right now. For me, for me it is. I I don't know. Part, part of me is uh, – you, you have go-to you you playing well. You have, you have Holmstrom playing well, so so that's that's two wingers. Like Gautier to me, it, he he scored again tonight. I want it like if he can stay playing this well for an, another two weeks, I'll go all right, or like three weeks really, because then that would make it a month of of good play. I'd be like sure, because the reality is this guy's been a bit of a journeyman, so it's like he has good skill. He definitely deserves to be on the twenty-three man roster, I think. Um yeah. and I think I think Fashing absolutely deserves to be on the on the twenty-three man roster. Um I, I mean I think I think Fashing should be on the fourth line every game. I think he's just a really good he's a really nice guy to have or you know, I I like I like that Fashing is a guy I, I love players like Fashing that are guys that were like he was a great college player, apparently. Yeah. Um, pros has been a different game for him. Probably skating, if I had to guess anything. 
but like he is a smart enough player that that he knows how to have nothing shifts but he's yeah. also a skilled enough guy and a self-aware enough player he's always trying little things and i and and because of that i like having him in the lineup because if there's if there's a more than just chipping it in he might he he can he can make something special happen but if all they're if all you need out of him is boring ass hockey, he can do that too, and yeah, that, that is he's, key. He's a um, what, he, he's he's a multi tool. Honestly, it's it's like it's it's unbelievable. So um, so the the bigger question is 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 uh, Wal Wallstrom go okay? Let, let's say Wallstrom's a goner. He feels like he's a goner. He's out. You have you have the first line right now, so that's Anders, Anders, uh, Bo, Barzell. You have the second line, which is Engvall, Nelson, Palmieri. The third line's Holmstrom, uh, Pajot, Gautier. and the fourth line is Fashing, uh, Sezikis, Clutterbuck. After that, you have two more spots. Um, Wallster has to go unless. Like it, are you willing to let Wallstrom go, um, to keep to keep Martin on, even though he barely can play, and 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 make space for Parise, a guy that has not like has not played at all. You're really hoping for the best with him. And and yeah. my bigger thing is lace them up for the Islanders. I agree with you. Right now, I'm at fifty fifty for the Islanders, and it to me it goes down. It goes down to like it goes down two percent, uh, two and a half percent for every every week, every week that that Gautier stays stays consistently good. He if if, tonight. if he's, and he scored tonight, um, here's the thing. I think that it's not impossible he plays somewhere else. He, I was I, I had that thought. I had that thought. I really did. Um. I think he'll play. I think he'll. <laughs> I, I'll. I'll be so fucking angry. I'll be so fucking mad if he plays for the Abs. He can't play for the so Abs. A lot. So will a lot of other people who've previously supported him. Can't. But can't, not Islanders fans. They'll probably all be into it. Can't other go to than, the Abs. Other. Other than people who listen to this pod. Can't go to the Abs. Can't go to the Rangers. Can't go to the Leafs. That's it. Why the Abs? Because I like them. And yes. That's it? Yes. Okay. How's that make you feel? I don't care. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, next question from uh, the Ilya Sorokin fan club. How many games does Varlamov have to miss in theory for Appleby to play in your opinion? Or would he not unless there's a back-to-back? I mean, I think uh, he'd only play. The only chance he'd play a is, a, is a back-to-back. And even then, yeah, uh, it's... A back-to-back a, a -back or uh, a situation where Sorokin is... Uh getting shelled i think and i think Bar Bar uh we kind of hypothesized this on the last episode i think varlamov has been uh dinged up a bit for a minute now which is part of why in some they of these for, yeah. some of these sorokin shellings you've seen him get left in there just because they warmed uh, they're not like warmed up, they're not even sure Varlamov can. You know, they're not sure where Varlamov's health health is on any given day. Where you know, throwing him in cold, 
throwing it throwing him in cold and i think maybe it's an indictment of the islanders defense throwing him in cold and asking him to attempt to do what sorokin did on that play that you asked me about while we were recording yeah yeah where he like basically slid back and forth three times yeah um so I think I, that's a good answer. I think looking and looking back at the schedule, looking it, it it's and it's not just a back to back. So the Islanders don't have a back to back until fifteenth and the sixteenth. Um, that's Minnesota, Winnipeg. Uh, I would say by then, realistically, I, I would hope that the, if the Islanders do not know if because Appleby was wasn't he ECHL? Didn't he like leapfrog the AHL or was he back up there? Uh, I believe he leapfrogged, and I think that it's a thing where it's like, uh, I, I, I think he's a good goalie. I think that, that like, from, from like four tweets that I've seen, you know what I mean? Like, I haven't watched him play a single game, but it's a thing where you see enough people say it, and enough is like three. Yeah. Uh, that you go, well, I actually heard he's a pretty good goalie. <laughs> well, so it goes back and forth with Appleby. It's like that guy Hutchinson was on, on waivers. Oh my God. My Michael Hutchinson is one of my go-to puck duco answers. Be- he's, he's an awful goalie. He, he's hor- like, yeah, he's yeah, bad. He was, There's hey, a reason he's been on, on waivers was, and, and he, many teams. He was an app for a few games. I would say, yeah. I would say that if the Islanders were to win, uh okay between now and those back to backs there's four if they were to go like four four and oh or three oh and one or something like that it's a good point too it depends on the record i could see the thing is none of the teams they're playing are shitty you know what i mean like like i yeah they have vegas they have uh uh who's next on this trip uh they have vegas and then they, they return home vancouver okay right that's right vancouver and toronto at home and then Nashville for my bachelor party. See you there, Barry, um, on the thirteenth. And then they have the back to back. So yeah, Appleby, I, 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 it would probably take the back to back, and they probably would want to have a cushion because I think realistically, if they know they'll need a backup, with it, it strikes me that they would tr- want to try to make. May, maybe you would take a waiver wire guy, but I, I wonder if the fact that they didn't take Hutchinson. It's yeah. it's some combination of they're hoping that Varley sticks it out, and if they absolutely have to, they would make do for a game with with Appleby. Yeah. Um, Jeff, uh, two two questions. Uh, who has been the most impactful new guy on the team this year? Question mark. Feel like Riley is the obvious answer, but I think Gautier is up there too. Gautier, uh, I, I think Riley's been impactful from the start. Uh, and it's like hard to imagine the Islanders without him right now. Mm-hmm. Gautier is a guy that he's playing well at this moment, but you could see a situation where he's scratched in three games and you wouldn't freak out about it. I, yeah, I, I think that, like I said, Go, Gautier is uh, I, I like Gautier. I'm still, he still has to, there's still a bit of a leash there because like, okay, it took him how long, how many games to, how many stints of being in and out and in and out again into the lineup to shake the, the shitty uh, icing tendency that he had, yeah. you know, it, it's, 
Um, but hey, he could be a late bloomer. Um, of course, these things happen. But with Riley, Riley is definitely the like of the of the few, you know, of the of those options being the new guys. Riley to me is special just because I think I've said it before. I think uh, you you got to consider keeping him. I I think because oh yeah, absolutely. If you can, if you to me in my mind, if you can sign him for two like a two year deal or something, I think like a two year two point five or something like that. I think they, I think they will. I really do. I think it's such a no brainer for the team and the player. He, yeah, exactly. He, in a way, he's kind of like the way with Engvall, you know, he has such a a role on this team by virtue of being a skater. Same thing, same thing for, he's, uh, Riley fills that defensively. I, I also think within the, the, the timing of this franchise, I think having him there, uh, it holds the fort, it holds the fort, um, until until Isaiah George is is yeah, ready that's, because that's, that's still... it'd, be, it'd be nice if Isaiah George you know at like comes in ready next year it'd be great if two years from now he I think he easily could be NHL ready but what if what if he's not or what if just I don't uh, it, I I think it would be it, but having having Riley and knowing that you have a guy. He has great chemistry with with Barzal. Uh, yeah, it does. Like he, uh, I, I think that's huge. And you know, it's he's not a new guy, but he said he might as well be. Simon Holmstrom this year is it's a it's a it's functionally a new player. You know, like it, it's it's functionally yeah. Yeah, these guys new, grow. These guys he's fun. He's functionally a new player. Where you know, I would like to see him. I, I understand you're doing him with, with Paggio because they personally have chemistry, but long-term I would love to know how he looks with, with Brock just because, sure. uh, you know, setting up Brock and, and as Brock gets older, if, if he loses half a second, you know, Holmstrom can make up for it and do more than just skate in a circle. Um, yeah. Oh, and and Jeff's uh, on we non hockey related question is on we New Year's New Year's on we question. How are you preparing for this election year? <laughs> uh, I'm preparing. You know what? Uh, I could see an instance where. Do you think? Do you think Trump is going to do the debates? He's been he's been avoiding no. the it the 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 debates uh, were one of the things that that. Um, made it pretty, pretty, pretty hard to for the average for the the average person. So the person that just pays attention um, about a month in, a month a month out, it yeah. was the debates for him were a disaster uh, last time around. That's where you had the uh, Proud Boys stand stand by and stand back or whatever the that that whole thing. Which did, which wasn't good. It, that was pretty rough. I'm not sure if you recall what that situation was like, but was not a good feeling. He got into fights with Chris Wallace. He got into fights with like the 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 the, the moderator for asking questions, um, which well, tends to not and, go well. And and that's the draw, right? That's the, that's the that's the that's draw, the draw for him. 
that's the draw to tune in even to to see what is gonna go wrong yeah um i don't know uh it's gonna be i really Uh, don't know what to expect i really don't i don't i i i i i don't know i have to think about this i hadn't i had an answer for how i believed that the uh election would shake out i've had the same answer for the last two years as of right now i'm a little unsure of how i think things are gonna go so well time I, as far as how am I prepare, but how am I, I don't know how it's going to shake out. I'm preparing for it actually. So I, I my, the, my first book of the year, uh, is, well, I, I've started rereading I, I didn't finish it, but I'm, I'm good. I'm doing my first dedicated read of a people's history. Oh, uh, I have that on my shelf. I see, right? I see it. I see it right there. I see it. I always, um, and so that, that I, I, am uh, getting my mind getting my mind prepared for uh needing to be very uh, sharp and astute on everything but lit- the thing that uh cuz no matter how the election goes and obviously uh do not want uh Trump to win uh but i think we're at a point of politics and we're at a part of we're at, we're at a time in history where materially everything is fucking up for everybody that was not born into a made family, um, and and sure. and that 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 multiplies and exacerbates depending on your proximities to to uh, wealth and and uh, generational wealth and, and privilege. Um, but within that, all that people will say that, and and then you know. But what do we do? I am going to try my best to read up on I, I think that's on things we that do. well but specifically read up on things like mutual aid networks read up on radical radical societal uh politics just because i think we talk about the decay of society and the decay of our systems and governments as if they're these things that we might not see in our lifetime. And I think it would, it, it's asinine. It's yeah, asinine I, I... to, to it's, it's, it's foolish. It is wasted. Um, angst to, to feel that, to, to, to be aware enough to see the writing on the wall and not prepare for, for what living through that story will end up being. I, 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 Outside of nuclear war, I don't think there's an, a, a situation where in our lifetimes we see like government, our government break down so far. The water, the water like, wars are not that far. The water wars are not that sure, far, man. Sh- sure, sure. I, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, what I'll say is this. I, I read a really great, um, really great book about Abraham Lincoln's, uh, uh, uh forget the 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 name of it's like 800 pages um the it's probably the the abraham lincoln book and just reading about government back then and how demented it was and how demented it felt i go you know (laughs) there's there's a lot of stuff that feels like it must have felt back then just from a pure I cannot believe that this person is involved in government. You know what I mean? But there's it's, plenty. It's there been, still is plenty you know, of that. There still is. Yeah. I mean, like you see, it's crazy. What wasn't and, it? You you watch How to with John Wilson? 
I I I've seen two or three episodes because it's Nathan adjacent. Yeah, there, there's an episode with it where I, I forgot what the main topic was, but there's a guy that like has a it's to call it a bunker under undersells like what a what an underground situation this is, and this guy is just like a sitting councilman in like Bumblefuck Texas or some sh- like or, or Ohio or right. something, and He's has an a, a full and has a full like like underground layer uh set up because of of how he's afraid of how things might might break down um so th- yeah these people have always been involved in government the the i think the thing the 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 two quick notes the one about the abraham lincoln book the, uh, the other thing about the abraham lincoln book that that is so eye opening is just how slowly change like is it, it comes to fruition when it comes to like red tape within government and how like you have like it's just one of those things where like change comes so slowly and it's so frustrating for young people who are kind of on the cutting edge of it mm-hmm. uh who are like we want this changed and it's just so slow going um it it, it it's just been it, that way it's 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 the it's the the system that we have it's both good and bad in the sense that like no one no one regime can get 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 thrown into office and completely flip things mm-hmm. in in such a demented way there's just so much red tape it's a night it's a nightmare in some ways and then in in a, a larger sense it's like that's a good thing i guess because you can't get a psycho like you can't get a psychotic person elected and they can immediately just make these insane changes. You know but, what I mean? Well, but here's the thing. And, and this is where, and this is part of why I, I recommend people reading up on things is that like, I get what you're saying, but that is the reason that things go slowly. There are things that can be done. There are things, there, there are plenty of things Biden could have done um, there's many things that Obama should have done when he had a supermajority that that was were not done. Um, it's because they're it's because by they're choice all, they're, they're, by they're choice maintaining, but, but maintaining relationships and like, and and, the, and so within that within that the reason I I, I just suggest that I so I agree things go, go slowly, but that often is viewed as a it's romanticized in in a way as like well at least people don't bend you know. At, Someone doesn't come in and just change things. Thing is, they do. I mean, you know, Trump did did reshape things considerably, uh, both in form. I know, but both both in form and 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 culturally. And I think that culturally definitely. And then within that, but and then that impacts politics. That does impact you know platform changes. And and within all this, the reason I say is that I think realistically, I think you are we we are closer it, it's worth I, I know everyone's gonna be loving this part of the, the pod but i, 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 I can't I imagine how many people have have, have tuned off. out um <laughs> yeah. I, but i i just think that it's the type of thing that if you sincerely if you're an adult if you if you identify as an adult <laughs> that has a stake in being alive i think you owe it to yourself to not have lazy thoughts and lazy convictions about about the world and 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 I think it, it you owe it to yourself to yeah. not have 
uh, myopic, selfish opinions as to uh, self-satisfied perspectives. And I think um, reading up on history, even reading up on history and reading up on 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 like literal structural politics, I think uh, not not just structural politics, but I mean, I literally mean reading up on survival tactics and shit like that, just because the world is fucking it's it's it's. I'll have there, there, you know, we, how many fucking days do we get crazy ass shootings? How many fucking days do we, do we get crazy ass hate, hate crimes? I think being, uh, you know, uh, training my body for, for getting in better shape and, and, and having better self-defense is like, unfortunately something that you need to think about for preparing for an election year. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I don't think it's quite as dire as survival tactics, but at the same time, like, you know what? It's never, never the worst thing. It's, it's not, it's not. And, and just being healthier in general is good. And like, to your point, just reading about history is, is it will, will just make you so much less of an idiot and, and honestly inform your opinions about some of this stuff in ways that you would have no, like that you would just wouldn't even realize. I think um, I think yeah it, it it it's I think sometimes people say I think it's it, it, if anything it helps radic it, it helps you uh just fo- fo- up it, on unbiased history kind of does radicalize people in and of itself I I have a perfect example and this this is uh, I'll let you finish up and yeah. then uh, but my my perfect example is I had someone that I used to work with who's a great guy was just like a, a little younger a little more edge lordy he started reading uh, people's history every day. He said something because Matt Matt worked at this at this at mm-hmm. this place too, and every day the edge lordiness slowed down a little bit. And he said he'd say something that was just a little bit like, "Man, the atrocities are kind of grim." Like, and he he I I will never forget. He was like, "Hey, man, I'm like two pages, uh, twenty page, two hundred pages into this book, and I think I'm a full blown SJW now." Hell yeah, brother! Like, as I was like, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's not looking good for us. He's like, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where he he was a, a guy that kind of romanticized uh, American politics a little bit, like romanticized is maybe not the right word, but he was like, hey, man, I I don't think being an American is necessarily the worst thing, and I was like, he. I don't know. Like, you know, just like, it, it's just one of those things where like his frame, his framework of understanding was with, with a casual, like kind of perhaps yeah. even unrealized nationalism or, or patri- patriotic tilt to it. One of these guys where it's like, I don't think that he holds any bias in his body for consciously one because of yeah. any, because yeah. of any reason, at least consciously, uh, but it, right. It's just important to like, to understand and it's, this is this is history, right? Like like you know, land is stolen constantly, and then stolen back, and then stolen. Then it's it's just like we're at a strange point though with like nuclear war and stuff being uh we're, we're with with weaponry being where it yeah. is, where it's so much different than these people came and they knife fought these other people to steal our steal land back. Yeah. We're just at a different point. So things are just a little different. Well, it's all the more reason that, that to, to summarize this is that I, it, the, the, the value of, of reading up on, 
on reading up so that you can actually like the act of reading lets you literally have to sit with thinking about these things, not engaging with them with um, some dumb fuck on Twitter uh, yeah. and, and having to actually sit with it uh, and, and think about it beyond, you know, cause the elections are the elections, but but the politics are what you live every day. And I think that's the, that's the most important thing to think about rather than, you know, treating, um, oh, it's an election year and kind of like finals. So, oh, let me cram. People cram for the election. They they, they cram. And, and that's not how you should do any of this. Um, so, oh, and, and just uh, Jeff responded to uh, uh, Brooklyn. Vinny responded to Jeff asking the election question by saying, Desmond is busy preparing to primary Eric Adams, which I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm, I'm old enough yet. I, I did just, actually, I might've just turned old enough to, to run. Um, well, I'm not sure that I don't, I don't think you, there, there's as much of an age 30, restriction for. 30, oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, there, there, and there probably isn't. There's crazy instances all across the of U S of like young yeah, mayors like, or something. Uh, it, it's, in, it's so stupid um but yeah i not yet not yet and i'm I'm really curious if if i ever do decide to like i'm not sure i'd ever do i i've like maybe i would just do like school no matter what i would do there's plenty of ammunition against me um by just <laughs> seeing most of the lyrical content most of the things i've said on this podcast anything i've said to you personally gets leaked you know uh, i i i i'm not uh, i i can be bought off yeah oh, i'm sure i'm <laughs> sure you would sell me out easy if, if, i'll know if if i'm running for office and then someone says hey that guy might have an anger problem it literally would just be it would be you it would be you would be the person um man all right let's do one more because... Well, well, yeah. I mean, we, we've we've run late. If anything, so it, it, this is just kind of an add-on to the to the Hannafin thing because I, I I see that uh, Matt uh, De, uh, De, De Bernardo uh, who asked top line winger or Hannafin at the deadline. I guess we can react to the follow up that 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 um, they had, which was although I think it's it's a possibility Lou goes for another center. Speaking of Calgary and Lindholm. Um, Oh, I don't think all, all the, I, I guess. Oh, he said. Uh, well, he didn't say. I guess it's implied he wants Hannafin. Although I also think Lou goes for another center uh, in Lindholm as Nelson future replacement and slot Nelson at uh, left wing. First left wing. Don't. I, I'll be honest. I don't think it's. I just. It's. It's one or the. Uh, I don't think that's happening. I. I think that that that's too high a price and too much business uh that i just don't think it's happening i think it'll be Lindholm. it'd be Lindholm instead of hannafin if anything i yeah and i don't think that's happening i think that they are probably like we like our four centers and then even then we have the uh you know yeah i just I, i i don't see that happening but i i like i like where I, I like where his head's at when it comes to, uh, well, you know, th- just thinking ahead that far. But I, I, I like where his head's at with, with thinking Hannafin or offensive upgrade, knowing like it's one or the other. Yeah. So 
that kind of, I believe, I believe that that's, I believe we've touched, we've touched it all. Um, so that this was a long, quick shift, but it worth worthwhile. Um, we'll be back. We'll be back. We'll try to get on that. We should try to get on next week. That way we can, we can, we can hype up the, uh, the, the bachelor party, the, the, the trots reunion as well. Do you think there's a lot to talk about? You think he's coming to the game? I I mean I plan on yelling for him the the whole the whole time. It also dawned on me I'm wondering if I'll run into, I'm wondering if I'll run into them either him Barry or Trotz. It, Barry Trotz could I run into, or the Islanders after the game? Like if they win, I'm curious. Like do they go out? Do do the do the boys go? Are are players allowed to go out? Um, hit the club after the game. Here's the here's the thing. They're all like I, I believe that the Islanders are one of the most like married with kids teams in the NHL. Al Bundy situation. And who what where would they be going is the other thing. It's not like My it, Bachelor it, Party. Right. Maybe I'll maybe I'll 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 DM every single player on the team. Send shoot Anders Lee a message. Your friends oh no. He didn't respond to the Well, well let me check really quick. <laughs> All right, nope. I think that's a good that's a good place to leave off. Uh, yeah, we'll aim to see you next week. I think that makes sense. Sounds good. Later. All right, later.